Oh right, we were recording during all that. Jesus. <laughs> yep. Not only were we recording through all that, but we are now live. We did it. Yeah. All right. Hopefully, it's good this week. So far, so good. Hi, everybody. We'll find out in a few minutes. Yeah. Oh, trust me. Chat will let us know if there's a problem. <laughs> Don't you worry about that. Even after I say multiple times, there's nothing I can do about it. They'll let us know the whole show. Don't worry. It'll be fine. Yep. They got her back. Yep, they do. All I'm saying is that if you're going to give me shit, at least donate on Patreon. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> what? Wow. Okay. New new backer tier. Uh, you get Give Paul shit. Tier. Insults. Complaint yep. tier. Yeah. Compl- you're allowed Customers, to customer service tier. <laughs> PR tier. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We will set someone up by a, a following a Twitter account, and you can just shout at them nonstop. <laughs> yep. I feel like they already get that service for free, though. Yep. <laughs> that is definitely something they get for free. Hi, guys. How fortunate and lucky they are. Yeah. Uh, who's excited for <laughs> Tomb Raider? That comes out in theaters you know, tomorrow. You know, I actually am. I kind of want to see that. What? I like video game movies. Fucking eat me. <laughs> I mean, I currently have plans to go see it. Um, okay. I have MoviePass, though, so it's free. Mm. And yeah. that's the only way I can kind of justify that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it does feel like it kind of came out with no flair at all. Although, like, at all. I guess they did announce something to go along with it, but we'll talk about that later. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, just everything about this movie, just it, it, all the trailers I've seen, it, I'm just like, I don't care about this at all. Sure. I mean, not, not did you did you care about the first two at all? Um, I guess not really. I've you might, seen you them. Might I think I might young. own them on like DVD. Probably those came out a long time ago. Those yeah, were exactly. fun. Though. Those are really probably not when you cared about movies at all. To be honest, yeah, those were fun and how bad they were. You can tell Jolie was having a great time just hamming it up and stuff. It was a good time. They're dumb. But it also had James Bond in it. It did. Which, which one? Jen, Daniel Craig. Yeah. Oh, okay. The current one. All right. Yep. I I hear he's doing one more James <laughs> Bond, but I feel like we hear that every like three years. I mean, I I feel like he's at this point he's doing it just to make sure he gets way more money, <laughs> and I don't blame him. Because I've heard that he doesn't like want to do it. I oh. don't blame him for being burned out about uh, James Bond movies. Those have got to be like way taxing on you. Yeah. Sure. I mean, is he doing his own stunts? Probably not, right? Um, I believe he did for Casino Royale, actually. Some of them. Not the car crashes, but... Okay. You mean the torture scene? He did that himself? Probably. <laughs> yep. It all it all really happened. Um, That's that's old, though. That was a while back. Because uh, he's done, like, what? Three since then? Two, um, three? He's done four. Sky- Skyfall, Quantum of Solace... Oh, shoot, maybe it is only three. Casino, Quantum, Skyfall. Yeah, it is only three. No, no, there was there was one after Skyfall. Spectre. Spectre. Yeah, I remember. Because Skyfall's great. Skyfall's very good. I don't like Spectre. Good. I don't like Casino. I mean, um, I don't like uh, Quantum Solace that much either. Yeah. Oh, wow. I missed the James Bond movie. What the hell? Yeah. Uh, and then there was those rumors for the longest time of, like, Idris Elba, which I think would be great. Yeah. Um... Yeah, that'd be and interesting. It could still happen, but yep. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. So Tomb Raider comes out this weekend. I guess I'll see that. Cool. 
report back. Yeah, Paul, you're going to see it. We're going to talk about some Tomb Raider. Like, probably not in theaters, if I'm going to be oh, honest okay. with you. <laughs> like, I'll wait for that to come out on, like, a thing I can stream or, like, sure. buy for a couple bucks off YouTube or something. Right. Is this the, this is the one where she had, like, the super long neck, right? In, like, the poster? Yeah. Yeah, yeah this yeah. was the weird Photoshop job one. Yeah. Great. Can't can't wait for that. Yeah. And then, like, Toys R Us's are closing down. Damn, yeah. son. Yeah, only the U.S. ones currently, anyways. Yeah, I, I went to one last on the weekend. Uh, and they had, they had, you know, everything on clearance, everything, like, 50% off. Ex- exceptions apply. None of their Lego is discounted. Of course. Yeah. Like, I was yeah. like, what are you... You Well, clearly you can't be in that much trouble. <laughs> Toys I, R Us. I think that's more so a stipulation from Lego themselves. Totally. Right. Yep. Yeah. I was trying to see. What did I What did I see there? <laughs> they had... Um, all the games weren't, like, super discounted. I think they were, like, 30% off. And it was just like, whatever. Yeah. Um, Skylanders are super cheap. Okay. Like, Skylanders are down to about a dollar before, like, the clearance. Jesus. Okay. It's pretty good. I should go get some yeah. Skylanders. If you want some Skylanders, Just, like, yeah. throw them uh, at people. Yeah, just tell me which ones you want, and I can <laughs> buy them all for, like, ten bucks. Just buy, like, a hundred Drobots. It's the only one worth owning. Every, every Drobot? All right. Yeah. I'll keep my eye out for some Drobots. Um, Amiibos weren't super cheap. They were part of the discount. I found one Mr. Rossetti. And I was like, oh, yeah, Mr. Rossetti. And it was still like $5. And I was like, uh, I don't care about Amiibo I that mean, much. I mean, they're yeah. like they're 14 otherwise. So or I guess 12, 12 in the U.S. But yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, I just really don't care about Amiibos. Um, but you know what? If he's there this weekend and I'm at a Toys R Us, mm-hmm. I'll pick up that last Mr. Rossetti. <laughs> but I doubt he'll still be there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like, uh, my girlfriend almost bought this big R2-D2, but it was still, like, 60 bucks. And I was like, are you really gonna, use, are you really gonna play with this R2-D2 more than once? And then, so we didn't get an R2-D2. Yeah, it's kind of sad, though. No more Toys R Us's. I guess so. Yeah. I mean, it like a, nowadays it's not as big a deal, in a way. Yeah. So I kind of, I, I kind of get the apathy towards it. But like but you're I, talking as an adult, though, I bet it's still no, like as a, a kid. as a kid. Yeah, like it's pretty good. But like, I I feel like even then there's still like other ways as a kid you can get your the stuff you want. There's just not a centralized physical store you can go into anymore, yeah. which is going to be the bummer. I think the big deal for our generation is that kind of was the place to get toys. Like you could go to like the what what is it? We had the Kmart or whatever. And see, like, what yeah. they had on their shelves. But, like, it was always fucking garbage. Nobody wanted anyways, for the most part. I mean, Walmart's kind of the same now, to be fair. Yeah, exactly. I feel like, for myself, it was primarily uh, Walmart. Because uh, all the Toys R Us's, when I was a kid, are in, like, the north in Calgary. Yeah. Yeah, so I was just never over there, because I lived way south. We drove there in was, from uh, Airdrie all the time the nearest, to go to the Toys The nearest R Us. Toys R Us to where I grew up was five hours away, so... It was not Good a regular Lord. place to go to. Right. But when you did get to go there. Oh, yeah. It was a huge treat. It was great. Yeah. It was a yeah. huge treat. And like you had heard the tales of the Toys R Us. And you're like, sure. I know these places are huge and there's toys everywhere. And it was great. And they're for our us. Yeah. They're for me. 
But like if back then I had a service where I could just go onto this magic box, see whatever I wanted, push a button and it came to my home. I prefer that as a kid. Right, came to my home in two days, free shipping. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would I have know, preferred I, that I, as I bet a kid. There is, there is definitely something about just looking on the website versus like walking through the aisles. I don't know. I always look through the like flyers they would send out in the mail and circle okay. like what you want. Even as a kid? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the only time absolutely. I ever did anything like that was when it was Christmas time and we get like the Sears catalog. So I'd look through that and be like, oh, man, I want this game and this game and this game. And oh, that looks cool. Yeah, exactly. Good like times. I'd only do that around Christmas, I guess, again, because I didn't get the flyer. Yeah, I can't regularly. see myself having gone through many catalogs, I don't think. That's kind of the only time they send out catalogs. Or like printing mm. costs and stuff, or like any flyers. Yeah, it was like, eh. it was more like, hey, Nintendo Power shows up. Like, I'll read this. This is some exciting paper. Yeah, we <laughs> never got Nintendo Power in the mail. I usually just went to the store to pick it. Up. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, you're very privileged. Yeah, going to the store. <laughs> yep, exactly. Well, it's also just like way more expensive if you buy like newsstand prices. Yeah, probably. And then you don't get like the sweet Legend of Zelda collector's disc that has Ocarina of Time on it again <laughs> for your GameCube. Sure. Well, it wasn't again at that point. It was like the first time. The they first did that. time. Yeah. Right. Or, you know, like a strategy guide or yeah. sound. I got like a cool Donkey Kong 64 themed controller. That's, yeah, that's great. I think one year I got a the best thing was a calendar and that sucked. Mm. I think that was <laughs> the, the last calendar. couple of years of Nintendo Power, basically. Yeah, like, mm. well, it must have been further back because I wasn't subscribing to Nintendo Power till when it ended. I think the only Nintendo Power I bought at the newsstand was my first one, and then the last issue. Mm. So, which I think I actually have on a shelf over there yeah i dug mine up actually just the other day when i was cleaning up some stuff your your final issue yeah yeah yep good magazine yeah toys r us yeah so i'm gonna check out toys r us again this weekend see if the discounts have gotten any better and if not uh i'm not gonna check out toys r us anymore yeah but they're straight up like it's kind of like when blockbuster was going like they are selling shelves and like just anything that isn't bolted down they will sell you yeah uh, which uh, is is always just weird. It's always super weird. It's like this this is a bu- this building is literally dying. Yeah, I am seeing this thing die. Uh, yep. But we get sweet discounts, I guess. Sweet air quotes. <laughs> All right. Well, let's do a podcast about video games. Um, it's March fifteenth, twenty eighteen. Paul Flex here, John Wheeler's here, Sean Booker's Yo. here. Yo. Uh, Paul, why don't you tell us what you've been playing? Yeah, I've been playing a shitload of Vermintide 2 because that game is the best Left 4 Dead ever made. Well, that's so, good okay. here. That's all I have to say about that. Um, what makes it better than Left 4 Dead 2? Uh, a loot grind system to keep you motivated to play the same shit over and over where Left 4 Dead had no reason really except to like play with your friends. Okay. So, but but does that make it better now that you have things to grind out? Basically, yes, because every like every weapon that you can get, different type of weapon handles differently and plays a little bit differently. So you can like try to. So there's, yeah, I'm gonna there's say loot actually is pretty great. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, and then as you, it's like, not... level up the characters, that you unlock more classes for them. Like, the one character, uh, I can't remember his name now, even though he's my main dude. He starts off as a witch hunter captain. Then at a point, he becomes a Templar, like, uh, Zealot. And what's the other class he becomes? Uh, Orc. No, like a gunslinger type class is the other one. So you can like, okay. as you play, you unlock more game and you can like try different stuff out. So it actually opens up and there's a reason for the grind, which is nice. And the way they handle loot is just nice where it's in loot boxes you earn by like finding th- secrets in the level. And like those secrets make the game harder. Like there's these things called grimoires that are books that you pick up in the level and there's two of them and every time you're carrying one not only does it take away a potion slot that that could have been because you're now carrying this book there instead it also like reduces everybody's health by a quarter and then the second one will like reduce it by ha- half the like the maximum health you can have so it diff like you want to go in there with a group to get all the secrets so you get the better loot so you can like level up faster and get more stuff so, but so that stuff's just really engaging to me i really like that carrot on the stick model and especially the, since that like carrot actually changes how you get the next one whenever you get it like whenever you get a certain level of loot it's like okay well now i'm gonna try this character or this class and you're switching up the different classes and stuff it's fun really really good game and i highly recommend it to anybody who likes that left for dead formula but is it coming to consoles? I don't actually know, to be honest with you. Okay. No idea. I'm going to look that up. Yeah. Because I know my computer could not handle that. You don't think so? I know so. Oh. Mm. Okay, fair enough. That confident. Yeah. For, like, how nice that game looks, it can run on pretty low-end systems. So, like, for people wanting to... Check it out. Just check out the minimum requirements. Maybe I wish there was like a demo that you could just download and try out, but I don't think there is now that the beta is gone. But uh, yeah, super good Wikipedia game. Wikipedia says 2018, so I guess they've. Uh, the game is also expected to release on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Okay, there you go. So I guess they've mentioned they're working on that. Cool. I also like that they incentivize quick play, just like jumping in random, either with a group to do a random quest or a random level, or to just jump in as a single per- player or like a couple people and jump in with some randos because it gives you a boost to the quality of loot you get at the end of the mission if you just do quick play like a random match. And I think that's cool, too. It gets people wanting to just play the game even if they don't have a full stack. So even if you're a solo player, you'll all, almost always jump into a game pretty quick. So, yeah, it's a really good game. Cool. Sorry, I had to clear my throat. I'm getting over a little bit of a sickness. Uh, the next game was only about half an hour worth of content because it's in an alpha right now. I was given a code for it called Feudal Alloy. It is a game coming out uh from the people who made i'm trying to remember what that game was called it was a game that looked a lot like uh limbo and it came out on a whole bunch of different stuff 
I'm not inside. Yes, I no, was the exact same thing. <clears throat> no, it was Mario. <laughs> Toby the Secret Mine is what it was I called. I have no idea what that is. Okay. What? <laughs> okay. Did you say did you say mime? Mine, M I N E. Toby the Secret Mine. Yeah. It was a puzzle platformer and it looked very much like a limbo knockoff, which is why I said that. Uh, so it's made by the same people by Atu Games, which is oh, a yeah. okay, a I team see. of two people in the Czech Republic making games. Their newest game that they're making is called Feudal Alloy. It is a Metroidvania with RPG elements in it and progression system, which means you play a character who gains experience, levels up, unlocks different skills from different trees from their skill trees, get like currency to buy better equipment and that whole sort of thing as you go along. The thing that drew me to it though is I think the art style looks really, really cool. It's like a very hand drawn almost like old Oh, is this adventure the one that time? you showed me? I think it yeah. you actually showed me a bit of this. Yeah, probably. It was like right after we did the podcast last week. That Yeah, that I one actually looked playing. interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so it plays pretty well. It plays like it's an early build of a thing that they can show people as like a proof of concept to get people on board. Uh, but it has some basic functionality in it. It's the idea is, is that you are a fish controlling a robot body in a medieval world. And I don't think they have much of a story planned out yet. Either that or they're just not giving it out because I have no idea what the hell is going on. Story-wise, but a bunch of the other enemies are also fish in fishbowl heads of robots attacking you and trying to stop you from doing whatever. Um, okay. I just think it's pretty charming looking. It looks like old Adventure Time before it became, like, very obviously, like, computer animated to, like, get them out on time and stuff. Like, just a nice hand-drawn, old-timey look to it. And... I like Metroidvania games. This seems like it might be the next one I get into because it was super fun. Seems to be coming out on everything. They say it's gonna, It's planned for PS4, Xbox One, PC, and uh, Switch. So, yeah, it seems like a good Switch game when that comes out. But there's nothing too new or revolutionary about the formula. It just seems like a good Metroidvania, if they do it well, has secrets that you can find by jumping around different areas or like trying to break down walls and that whole shtick. And you get different abilities. Like you get like a blow one where you blow up the, like around you, you like expend a whole bunch of energy into like a little explosion around you to do an AOE. You get uh one where you harness the energy from a well-timed parry attack or block to like, shock the enemy that attacked you to stun them for a few seconds so you can get a few more hits out off on them. There's some really cool mechanics in there and a whole bunch of stuff that they obviously didn't show yet because they're probably not either done or not thought of or just not in the alpha yet. But that is one they say is going to come out in quarter three of this year, and I look forward to trying more of it. So that's Feudal Alloy, again, by Atu, A-T-T-U Games. Uh, other than that, I mean, no, nah, you know what? That's fine. That's all I've been playing. Whatever. Right, I've been playing yeah. Into the Breach. We can't talk about it. So, yep. You're frozen on that one. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I ended up 
getting really hard back into Splatoon. Oh, so I'm, okay. I'm playing, I'm playing Splatoon 2 a bunch the, right now. Because of the DLC? And I just felt like playing it. So like I finished All the right. single player and I played a bunch of Salmon Run, which I still love. Salmon Run's still a really good mode. Sure. And uh, played a bunch of online as well. Some random Turf Wars. Okay, it was just, cool. I was just in the right mood to play it and I just really enjoyed it. Did they mention when that DLC's coming out? Uh, they actually gave a release date in the trailer and I do not remember. I believe it is April. Yeah, yeah. It's April something. Okay, I don't remember. I remember it's 20 bucks. <laughs> Yeah, and I already so picked I it up. Oh, you can pre-order the DLC, can you? Yeah, you get some gear, and uh, that's about it, really. Uh, okay. I don't know. I'm just I'm curious what they're gonna do because they said it's 80 stages, and I'm like, what are you doing? That's 80 stages. Well, I mean, the single player is kind of broken up into stages. Yeah, but that's only like 28. They're probably smaller. I don't know. Yeah. I I I mean I, I have no idea. So it looks cool. What did you do for uh, game clearing this week? I wasn't able Nothing. to catch it. Oh okay. I I took this week off of streaming. Oh okay. You beat Splatoon two. Didn't you hear that? <laughs> oh, also true. Kay. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. Cool. Okay. Is that all I played? Yep. All right. I uh I started up some Flint Hook now that it's out on the Switch. Okay. And I really like that game. You like swinging around a whole bunch? Does it feel yeah. good? Okay. It is good. It starts off it starts off really annoying because you to aim, you you aim with the left stick, which is also your movement stick. So a lot of times you're kind of running into the enemy you're shooting at, which okay. really sucks. <laughs> but after like literally after one mission, you unlock the black market and the dude is like, hey, on the house, here's some boots, and then you can hold down left bumper, uh, and you'll stop moving. So just like Samus returns, and then you can like, you know, take a stance and then shoot wherever you need to. Yeah, which is I still don't really like that. It, it like I don't think that's a great solution. Mm-hmm. I, I in no way do I think there's a, a better solution, but it just kind of feels like hey, we assigned all the other buttons to this fun you know swinging mechanic. But we need you to be able to shoot without running into people, so we we put this here. I guess it just it doesn't seem very elegant. Sure. Um, but again, you couldn't you couldn't make it a dual joystick shooter because you need to be like throwing bombs and and, and jumping and wall jumping, so you can't have your thumb on both uh, places at once. There is a pro control mechanic which I haven't quite figured out, but it does make it a dual joystick shooter. Um. But it didn't actually like tell me what like what is getting remapped to where. It just says, "Do you want default or pro?" And then pro seemed very odd, um, so I immediately just noped out of that. What I really wish you could do is choose which buttons you want where, because I would love left trigger to be my stance button. Because right now left trigger is this time slow mechanic, uh, which I don't use all that often. Only the main time I really use that is. Uh, there's some obstacles that they're like walls that won't go away unless you slow down time. So just to get past those, right. maybe I might need it more if the platforming becomes crazier. But right now it seems that game is a lot more focused on like combat rooms. How far in are you I- roughly? So, it, so it's a roguelike. Yeah. Um. So the, the furthest I've made it is onto the second boss and then I okay. died. Okay. Uh, had you, have you played this before? 
No, because I think the swinging while you do stuff looks atrocious. It it's totally fine, and like I okay. said, uh, most of the time I'm I'm not really shooting while I'm swinging. I probably should be, you know, that would probably that seems like a high level strat. Yeah, it seems like that seems like the main idea. Yeah, uh, I just you know haven't gotten my head around it yet, so I'm kind of just swinging to where I need to be. Then I'm planting down and I'm shooting where I want to. Okay. Um, hmm. but I absolutely love the presentation of it. Uh, you're a space pirate. You're com- you're attacking like different ships and finding new abilities and items. You're getting new perks that you're equipping. That's kind of the part that like carries over. Is every time you die, y- it collects all of your experience, and uh, then you can like purchase things at the black market to get like more perks. Uh, you know, more slots to put different perks into and stuff like that. And you'll find perks as you go. You'll find like lore scripts as you go. Uh, there's ton. You can kind of choose when you're picking which ship to attack it'll be like hey this one's going to be very labyrinthian this one's going to be very combat heavy this one's going to have tons of marketplaces in it and stuff like that um so i kind of like that uh, element of mixing it up because you do fight the same bosses in the same order it seems like which could be uh kind of uh you know one note but luckily they mix everything else up so you can kind of still choose your path to these bosses it seems a little weird that they wouldn't have like even two alternating you know, for bosses, because most yeah, roguelikes think- at least do two. Yeah, like I thought of um, Enter the Gungeon. <laughs> yeah, that was on sale this week, and that one you'll get a random boss, one of like like three two or, four. or even maybe three sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Um, to be fair, it might. I I've only gotten to the second boss before. Okay. Um, and when I'm playing in my current run, I played the same first boss again. Yeah. But the way it sets it up sets it up is you're kind of searching for bounties to know who you're going to attack next. Okay. And so the first maybe it's just the first guy's always that one guy and then maybe you find different bounties. That could very well be the case. I haven't played enough of it. Yeah. I think uh, the way it works is that you either have to beat the story to get the randomized bounties or it's oh. what you said like the first one stays the same and then it changes up afterwards. I'm assuming it would be the second one cuz that just seems like an easy like positive thing to do but I, I can't say for certain at the moment um yeah either way i'm i'm kind of just really liking it uh i i part of me wanted there to be like specific levels like shovel knight um because i kind of get some shovel knight vibes from kind of how fast you're moving around and jumping and whatnot uh but i do like the fact that i can keep like upgrading my character so that uh you know, the, the first stages become easier and then I get further each time. So I, I'm enjoying it. It's quite a good and it's great on the switch. Great game for the switch. Uh, cool. I didn't end up playing a ton of it because I picked it up thinking, oh, I'm just about finished golf story. This will be my great. This will be a great switch game to move into next. Yeah. Turns out like the last area of golf story is a lot longer than I expected. So that game just kind of keeps going. Go figure. So I, it's I an RPG still to play. No, it never happens in RPGs. It never yeah. overstays the, its um, welcome. I'm, I want to me- say this one uh, funny joke I ran into, though, from it. Okay. You're in the... Uh, the last area is the pro golf... Pro tour golf? I don't know. You have to be a golf pro to get into sure. it. Sure. Yeah. Um, so everyone there is kind of, like, uptight, and when you talk to each person, they all think you cheated your way in there when, you know, you played totally fair the whole game. Anyway. You... Uh, in Golf Story, you, when you're on different courses, you can talk to random people and they'll give you like little challenges like 
hey, the wind's really hard here. Can you get it close to the hole three times? You have five chances, stuff like that. Um, one of them is, hey, uh, can you get the ball all the way to that hole over there in 10 strokes? And you're like, oh, yeah, of course I can. Why, you know, why wouldn't I be able to? Uh, so you say yes. And she's like, oh, by the way, you can only use your putter. And I was like, oh, oh OK. All right. So I have to, I have to like <clears throat> use my putter and like get halfway across the whole course around all the trees and not getting in the sand because then I won't be able to move at all. So you get it done. Right. And she's like, wow, congratulations. I didn't think you'd be able to do that. Uh, but now everybody thinks you're a joke. Uh, welcome to the Pro Tour. Which totally makes sense, because, yeah, I just golfed a ball halfway across this course with just my putter. Like, that is just silly. Why? Why That person's obviously a joke. So, yeah. Anyway, the writing in that game continues to delight me. I like it quite a bit. Cool. Uh, moving on from that, though, I... Uh, we talked last week how Fortnite was coming to iOS. Yeah. And I took it upon myself. I was like, I should give that a try because I'm so curious how that mode works. So I started playing Fortnite on my Xbox. <laughs> you had enough bagel now? Uh, he fell off. Okay. Um, yeah, so I started playing Fortnite on my Xbox. Okay. I'm very bad at Fortnite. Sure. Uh, but, you know, I just have to kind of get better at the, like, shooting and, and being able to build fast. I would say I enjoy that game. Yeah, um, it's fine. I think I like it more than PUBG. Okay. Uh, mainly just because... It works. Uh, the the bit of PUBG I've played... Yeah. I, it's, it was just always kind of tense. <clears throat> and you go, you go long stretches without seeing people. So the tension kind of continues to build. And then as soon as you see someone, you're dead. In Fortnite, as soon as I see someone, most of the time I'm dead. Um, but they have this mode going on right now that's five teams of 20, which I really like because then we're like this cool little army that just is like running cool. across the landscape. Yeah, that's actually a, a neat idea. I like that too. Yeah, which, which is which is pretty fun. Um, and it also means I don't die as fast because someone else is fighting and I'm just in the back. Sure. And then when my team wins, I also get number one. <laughs> Um, that's how you won. Okay. No, no, no. We'll get to that one later. No. That's how I won my first one. No, that's how the, um, you won the one that you posted on Twitter, not Discord. Discord no, was I a different po- one. The one I posted on Twitter is the same one I posted on Discord today. Oh, is it? Okay. And you can tell that one's on the iOS. Yeah. So the iOS version does not have uh, this game mode. Sure. Of course anyway, it doesn't. Back to the Xbox version. Uh, there is just something really cool about... Like, you're in a group, you're following a bunch of people, and then all of a sudden you need to, like, get from, like, one cliff over a lake, and someone just starts building a ramp extremely quick, and yeah. then, like, a sky bridge, and you're all yep. just running across what is essentially a sky bridge. Like, that is that is very cool, because, like, no other game really has that. And again, like, we'll come across a lake, and someone just starts building a bridge, like, like insanely fast, and you're all just running across it. Like, it's so cool. We had this one moment... This is the one where I won my first game, where the circle was shrinking down, and in the center of the circle, it was it had gotten pretty small at this point, was like a giant cliff that would like you couldn't climb up the cliff. It was it's too steep. And my team just started building ramps and staircases all the way up it. And then yeah. we were on top of the cliff, just like shooting down at the enemy. Yeah. And that was just like awesome. Cause like again, you, you no other game has that kind of building mechanic with the shooting, so like that was very cool. What we should have done to be smart is destroy our stairway afterwards so that they couldn't get up without building. 
but it didn't matter. They were on the other side of the rock anyway, so yeah. that wasn't an issue. But that was just very cool seeing these these contraptions come out of nowhere. Because like I said, the building is so fast if you're good at it. Yeah. I'm not, but the people I'm playing with obviously are. So when I'm on a team of, you know, 19 other people, they definitely know how to build. Um, so that, that part's, that's very cool. Um, and then uh, today I got my beta invite for the <laughs> iOS version. I was surprised this had come out so soon. Yeah. Because I signed up for it on... Last podcast, Mon- I think, right? Monday night, I oh. think, was when I signed up for it. And I got the invite today. Uh, and I played that. And that game, that mode is totally fine. Not, I shouldn't say mode. That version of it is totally fine. Really? So, yeah, it's super weird, right? So, first off, there are controls on the screen. So, yeah. if you already don't like that, you're not going to like it. But, I mean, the only thing that felt weird to me was... Um, moving the camera while I was kind of running because instead of being able to just like hold the analog stick like to the left to just swing the camera consistent constantly, I had to kind of keep swiping to the left and he would kind of move a little bit each time the camera. That was the only thing that was like super weird. Um, uh, shooting, it seems like there's a bit of a lock on for you. So it's not a huge issue if you're not oh, like, dead set. I see. Uh, so that helped me a bit for sure. Um, and then it definitely does look a little like chunkier sure. yeah, than yeah. the other versions. Uh, the draw distance is not as good and there's some like pop in, like I'll get some random trees popping in from now and then. Uh, it is a bit hitchy. I, that could have just been my internet connection. I don't know. Cause you know, I'm obviously not running it wired. I was on Wi-Fi though, but I mean, I, I'm not quite sure. Should have been fine internet though. Um, but apart from that, like this was the one I had won and I got several kills myself which I don't think I've gotten a kill on my Xbox one. But now, I, but I don't know. Um, uh, what I'm curious about is, is the iOS version, does it have the crossplay already or was I only playing against other iOS people? I feel like that's a really unfair advantage if you're playing against non-iOS. No, no, they're putting crossplay in for sure. They've said it's going to be PC, Xbox, and mobile are all going to be able to play against each other. It's true they have said that. I don't know yeah, if that, that's going to... As soon as they announced it, they said, that's the goal. So I, I'm not... All I know... All, what I'm wondering is, are they already at that point? Or do they still need to implement the crossplay? And I haven't heard one way or the other yet. Right. Um, if anyone in the, in the chat knows, please uh, let me know. Um, my assumption is I was playing against actual players. Uh, yeah, just because they seemed way more comfortable than I was and they didn't seem like kind of as janky as I was, but it could have just been like the server kind of smoothing them out versus what they're actually seeing. Right. I, I don't know. I don't know for sure. Um, they were definitely like equipping things a lot faster than I felt I was. But um, I, again, I only played one game of it and luckily I got first, which is pretty cool. <clears throat> um yeah so anyways the controls you uh left sti- left side of uh the bottom left is the analog stick you know analog stick in air quotes yeah um tap anywhere and you'll shoot uh you have your inventory along the bottom so you can tap which uh weapon you want and uh hang on someone in the chat says there's no non-console crossplay that's too many so, negatives so that would be there's console crossplay. There might just be no crossplay at all. All right, I'm not sure what they want again. Um, you can tap your I- items for which one you have equipped. Uh, again, tapping anywhere on the screen will shoot. There's a de- de- designated jump button, a designated crouch button, and a designated 
um, like iron sights button. Sure. Yeah. Uh, you the further you're uh, dragging the analog stick, the faster it'll go, and you can just uh, double tap that one, or maybe just tap it to just auto run forwards, and then you can just kind of rotate the camera if you want to like turn while you're running. Okay. Uh, yeah, and then per- and that that and then you can, you tap a button to go into build build mode, and then you can tap on the screen to place the thing or tap again your now your new building inventory if you want to switch up what you're building. And again, I thought it worked pretty well um, for someone who doesn't really play uh, phone games with uh, controls on them. I'll probably play a <coughs> bit more again. Okay. Uh, oh, Jay Line back in the chat says there is crossplay, just not for Android yet. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there is no Android uh, mode for a few months. Yeah. Or uh, version. That's right. Um, oh, and the other person says looks like there's crossplay for Xbox One at, le- at least. I'm pretty sure they just put in the Xbox and PC crossplay, so I'd have to assume it's crossplay for every- everything now except PlayStation, which is weird. That's, um, that's Sony. They're really weird about crossplay. Yeah. Uh,. But that's that's the main reason I was kind of curious about this game. One, how does this game work? And for all intents and purposes, it is the exact game. My progression carries over, like, on my Epic account. It played just fine. Cool. Uh, and then two, crossplay against the console and PC versions is nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's nuts. That is. Yeah. We're, we live in the future. Yeah. Like, actually. Yes. Yeah. That's like, weird. That, that is actually insane. Yeah. Um, and I won on the phone. Good job. Which is crazy. Yeah. So again, like I said, the uh the 20 the five teams of 20, that's not that mode is not in the phone, so I was just doing a squad. Yeah. with three other randos. Um and yeah, it's it's been fine. Uh it's definitely cool when you get a team that actually wants to like help each other out cuz there's instead of just like healing people, people will like run over and then one person will start reviving you while the other person's like building walls around you so that you can't keep getting shot like Yeah. It is very cool on a team in this game. So. Yeah. Uh, anyways, that was Fortnite on um, the phone and on um, Xbox. If you want to get into the phone one, again, these are all free to play. You have to go to, I think it's just Fortnite.com, and you have to like sign up for their email thing. But it seems like they're rolling <laughs> them out pretty quick now. Cool. So it sh- shouldn't be hard to get in there. I'm going to use that as a jumping off point to move into news. with something that, that was kind of interesting. Uh Twitch records were broken last night when a streamer streamed Fortnite with Drake and had 630,000 people watching them. That's As I didn't know that was a record. That seems low. That is a record for a like single streamer. Um, yeah, no, the actual this record is... for like uh, an event is over a million. Some CS:GO event okay. broke a million, but yeah, for a single streamer, that is definitely the record. Like, let me put this in perspective. This isn't a bunch of teams at a Dota thing or League of Legends and a stage and an announcer. This is two dudes in their fucking living rooms playing a video game, having half right. a million people watching them. Do you know what the record was before this? Three hundred mm. something. That sounds okay, so, right. So they like almost doubled it, basically. Yeah, yeah. Someone says they hit six hundred and thirty thousand. Yeah, that's right. That's crazy. That was weird. I was seeing that on uh, Twitter last night as I was going to bed, and I was like, "What is this? What is going on, man?" I think the weird because I watched it a little bit. I jumped in because Zeitgeist. Um, mm-hmm. I think the sure. weirdest thing about all that is that Kim dot com still exists, and he plays Fortnite randomly with people. <laughs> So there you go. 
Kim.com. All the Kim.com. all the kids won't know. Just Google. Now you know. He's a thing. He was a thing. He still is, apparently. He's still around. Had no idea. Um, yeah, let's just continue with all the Fortnite news. Uh, we kind of touched base on this, but uh, Microsoft came out uh, amidst all this Fortnite stuff and basically said, Sony will not let us do crossplay. I mean, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Which we we kind of heard that before. Wasn't it even Fortnite? It was Rocket it's League that we heard it for. Yeah, it was Rocket League. No, no, but wasn't there a... um. When Fortnite was first coming out, didn't wasn't crossplay enabled accidentally for like a few hours? Oh, uh, maybe. Yes, I think it was Fortnite. I think it was Fortnite. That sounds um, right. Yeah, so uh, that just kind of sucks. Uh, I hear a lot of people saying it's probably because they're currently like the market leader, so they don't really need to try like bend to anyone else's will. They're 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 on top right now. Um, so like, it'd be advantageous for Xbox to, to do this. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, like, just come on. Yeah. I'm with you. Like, like, come on. I mean, it's a pro consumer move and they're not going to do it when they're in the lead. Like you said, it's true. Exactly. Like they want, you know, they don't want people to be, they want people to go out and buy a PlayStation four to play their game as opposed to, you know, just get it on the Xbox and then we can play together. You know what I mean? Um, but I mean, how many people are really being like, man, I just really want to play <clears throat> Fortnite with my buddies. I guess I'll buy a PlayStation 4. <clears throat> like, like, is that who? Who? How often does that happen? Well, it definitely I mean, when there's a mobile version. And since it's just free to play on everything, that's just not going to happen. Well, I mean, you no, no. If you if, if your buddies are on PlayStation, you cannot play with them. Right. Unless you have the PlayStation version. Yeah. So you just uh, don't play with them because like buying. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine that dude who buys a PlayStation 4 to play a free-to-play game with his friends? Wow. That's dedication to that group. That is some disposable cash. No shit. I'm sure there are people out there that it's like, which which console did my friends get? I want to play with them. I don't care which console I get. I'm going to get whatever they got. They do all the research. I'm just the one that, like, buys three games. They tell me what are the three to get, and that's what we do. Sure, but then they have the console There's there's tons of people like that. I've been that (laughs) person before. Yeah. Yeah. Um and and it it yeah, it just it kind of sucks just from like yeah, a marketing consumer perspective, but like I would absolutely love this. There are any and I love that it has the PC crossplay as well. I know a lot of the times the argument is like, you know, it just wouldn't be fair they get smoked, but there are so many times where my friends are playing on PC, my PC sucks and it's like I would just love to play with you guys. I don't care if I'm doing bad. Like let's just play together. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm trying to say is Get, you know get fortnite and we'll play together i have fortnite on pc let's play let's let's play some fortnite okay i'll play on my phone it'll be a good time i mean just like get on your ps4 I, well if i get on ps4 we can't play together so uh, yeah. someone says in the chat that the pc version can connect to ps4 it absolutely is they were doing it last night in front of six hundred thousand people <laughs> uh but that that one doesn't go to the phone right oh probably not yeah, I'm pretty sure the PS4 and PC, if if those two if those two can go together, that's the only one they can do. And then the, I know the Xbox One can do more. From what Dude, I whatever, just get on your PS4, anyways. I already have it installed in mine. In case somebody installs it and says, "Let's play," I'm ready. It sounds cool. like you just really want to play right now, Paul. Is what you're saying? No, I just install games that people might want to play, so I could be like, "Yeah, let's go right now. Let's do it." Sure. And right. that's one of those games. Um. Anyway, hopefully one day we can all play together. 
but thanks thanks a lot Sonny. hopefully one day they will find a way that we could play a game together but that's not today uh, continuing with the Fortnite news epic has announced that on e3 they are going to be hosting party Ro- royale which uh is going to be you know a 100 person Fortnite battle royale obviously uh-huh. 50 of the players are going to be uh like good uh Fortnite players you know streamers or whatever yeah yeah the other 50 are going to be celebrities you say 50 okay. celebrities 50 celebrities and 50 pro Fortnite players they're gonna play against each other okay so we know drake's gonna be there so oh, yeah. drake's gotta be there who give me your, give me your lineup give me your four-person squad kim kim.com O'Brien. O'Brien. uh who else was there last night like that group that, is that, just gonna be there that steelers football player yep I heard um, a good one would be Zac Efron and Snoop Dogg. Yeah, I think Snoop Dogg's a lock. Honestly. <laughs> he streamed like, he's streamed SOS. Just, he's easy to get at this it, point. That's the weirdest fucking thing. He streamed SOS weeks ago. Snoop Dogg's a weirdo. Remember Way of the uh, Dog? Man, that that was a bad game. Wait, what was Way of the Dog? It was a rhythm-based fighting game with Snoop Dogg as the, like, leader of it. Why am I only just hearing about this now? What the fuck? Because it flopped. It was so bad. I was so excited for it when it was coming out, and then people are like, oh, this is garbage. It was like a 360 arcade lineup, I think. Ah, okay. Says, join us this E3 for the ultimate Fortnite Party Royale, pairing some of the world's greatest athletes and entertainers with top Fortnite Battle Royale players from across the globe. You gotta get OJ Simpson there. The juice. The juice is loose. <laughs> All over Fortnite. We'll soon begin building teams, so stay tuned for more information on the event. Is f- this is insane. Is Fred Durst still playing games? Holy shit, if Fred Durst isn't there. He probably is. He probably, <laughs> probably. is. But he's usually yeah. playing Call of Duty, from what I hear. That's true. Yeah, but everyone plays Fortnite, because it's Fortnite. Right. Well, because it's free. Which is... And it's free. If you're Fred Durst, free's probably pretty good right now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, someone's saying T-Pain? I can see, yep. yeah, I can see yeah. that. Yep. Yep. Terry Crews? Oh, you know he's playing Fortnite. Oh, you yeah. You just know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's um, definitely screaming things about it if he's not playing it while at that party. For sure. I would I would watch... Yo, I'd Terry watch Terry Crews on COCOM for a Fortnite event. Yeah, yeah, I'm in. To be fair, I'd probably watch him COCOM any game at this point. Um, but this one where it kind of like forces excitement, I, I, would, I would love to see that. Yep. All right, what else we got on the news block? We got... Oh, so Shadow of the Tomb Raider is a for real thing. Yeah. Yep. Uh, this was kind of just like the worst kept secret. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, with the movie coming out, it kind of made sense. They were going to get ready to reveal something. Yeah. Yeah. Leaked months and months ago. It's not like a full year ago at this point. Uh, and then at the, basically at the beginning of this week, there was just a bunch of rumblings like, hey, they're going to announce it. Hey, we've like looked at the HTML code for whatever these websites are. And we basically got like... Release date, consoles, the name, everything out of that. Um, they officially announced it today. I saw as early as yesterday, the trailer was being uh, shown at movie theaters, which is weird. Uh, but anyway, yeah, Tomb Raider, it's coming out September four, uh, 14th. 
uh, Xbox and PlayStation. Um, what else do we know? It's probably going to be okay. PC. Yep, I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah. I, I enjoyed those last two quite a bit. Yeah, me too. Uh, I bet it has a loot system. Yeah. Yep. And multiplayer nobody plays. Mode. 100 mm-hmm. Laura Crofts <laughs> shoot onto an different, oh, All so different good. outfits she's worn throughout the years. A parka. A, uh, a bikini. A wetsuit. A wetsuit. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. A smaller bikini. <laughs> Did Polygon she mode. Sure, sure. Uh, that could. I mean, I bet they do it, and then there's going to be like bears and stuff on the island. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That would actually be kind of cool. Like where you could lose to just not the players. Sure. I feel like that's not the first time that's happened in a in a battle royale game, though. Oh, more than likely. Uh, some, you know, PVE. In fact, uh, Paul, you were just playing some PVE. Stuff, Hunt showdown. So, like, yeah. Yeah. Good game. Yeah. Zombies, right? Uh, demonic something. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. I yeah, like I said, I enjoyed those last two games quite a bit, so definitely looking forward to that. This next one, uh, holy shit! I'm so excited. Uh, go ahead then. You want to take the reins? <laughs> Fucking Geralt from The Witcher in Soul Calibur Six is like perfect amount of like dumb i love it i it, hope it is a really good fit admittedly yo i hope he has his normal sword but he has a silver sword when he fights like nightmare and cervantes because he's a ghost holy I shit i mean he's got two swords on him did you see the trailer yeah the, the what i mean is i hope like he actually interchanges them like for the different enemies he's fighting because that'd just be the perfect amount of dumb bullshit this was another, like, worst-kept secret. Because, yeah. like, uh, when CD Projekt Red came out being like, Geralt's gonna be in a different game this year, everyone was like, Soul Calibur Six. Okay, cool, thank you. Yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah because everybody's been wondering, since Soul Calibur Six was announced, who was gonna be the f- cameo. Because yeah. that's what they do. So. Yeah. I'm excited. It looks fine. It, it fits. He's a sword-wielding dude. It's fine. Well, I mean, yeah, once... They, they've had once Stranger Fits... Yeah. Once Nintendo said that the Splatoon characters were going to be in Smash, we it was basically all right. Well, then Geralt has to be in Soul Calibur Six because right. that was the second choice. <laughs> right. Exactly. He couldn't make Smash this year, so it was one or the other. Yeah. yeah. Um, Twitch Prime got pretty cool this month. Uh, they're just giving away like just tons of games now. Uh, which typically they were giving away like a game. Yeah. They decided to just give away like everything. Um. So available oh today until the end of March you can get Super Hot Oxen Free Mr Shifty Shadow Tactics and Tomb of Annihilation and then you need you need the Twitch thing. desktop app to get those right uh to yeah to like play them yeah you just, you can like get them onto your account at any point right and then to to download them you need the Twitch desktop one right and again you need Prime to get access to this. Yeah, and then next month you're gonna get Tales from the Borderlands, Steamworld Dig Two, Kingsway, Tokyo Forty Two, and Dub Wars. Uh, so ten free games, and there's a lot of real good ones in there. Yeah, no, for sure. I'm so actually excited uh, to try those Shadow Tactics now because I wanted to try it, but I didn't want to drop the money down on it until I knew how it was. So that's dope. I've been 
I've been curious about Tokyo 42 for a while, so I'll probably play that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but definitely don't sleep on some of these games. Oxenfree is great. Tales from the Borderlands is a, one, a really good one of those. Super hot. Obviously good. Uh, oh, and last one. Uh, for all the John Wheelers out there. Hooray. Bomberman R is coming to everything else. Hooray, it's me. <laughs> yep. I am Bomberman R. I did it. Finally. Some recognition. Are, uh, are, you, this, are you this bonus character that's uh, in a, like the green suit with the red orange goggles? No, that's Master Chief. I was going to oh. say, like, you're describing... Wow. Are you describing Master Chief? So each console is getting their own specific character. Uh, Master Chief is the Xbox exclusive. Ratchet and Clank is the PlayStation exclusive. And Peabody from Portal 2, the co-op mode, is right. the Steam exclusive. I forgot that was the name of that robot. I thought it was just Portal Robot. No, there's two. There's like uh, Atlas, Astro, Atlas, and Peabody. That's it. Yeah. Well, there's, there's a whole bunch of. Oh, I'm thinking of the, the co-op ones. The co-op ones. Is what we're talking about. Yeah, I was thinking about the emotion cores or whatever they're called. What's the one that um emotion core? You're right. Was voiced by Nathan Drake guy. Adventure. Adventure. Adventure core. Oh, okay. the one who kept saying space. Yeah. What's that voice actor's name again? Oh, uh, Nolan North. Nolan North, that's right. There we go. Uh, are you going to buy this game again, John? Yes. Really? Because I want to support Bomberman, because I want the yeah. franchise to live on, and because the net play will probably be way better on any other system other than the Switch. That's probably true. I can see it's that. It's like no price has been set yet. Yeah. And uh, it's slated for June 12th. More than likely. So here's my main concern about it. I'm wondering if they're going to fix the uh, limit of how many players you can be in a match and bring it back up to eight. Because in the Switch one, you can only do four unless there's a second player at each location. Then you can do eight. Which is what really... What does that even mean? So uh, if, you, if each player only is there by themselves, you can have only up to four players online. But each player can bring a second player along with them to bring it up to eight players online. You're essentially doubling each yeah. thing. Yeah. That is super weird. So basically, if I'm assuming they're going to fix it so you can do eight player online. They'd be crazy not to. Like, I would hope so, right? Because Jesus. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm surprised they're even bringing this game out, like, out of the Switch. I, I kind of like, am too. The only person who was like, championing this game was john so they kept adding like a lot of crazy new stuff like and they added this new grand prix mode which they're trying to like push now i guess i guess it's part of the reason 100 bombermans <laughs> skydive onto an island oh man that would actually be amazing holy shit this, they can still like bomb stuff the gi- just this giant like grid that's the yeah, island but like it yeah. but it's like super like really <laughs> giant yeah yeah Oh my god, that'd actually be kind of dope. <laughs> That's what the Grand Prix mode is, right? No, not yep. even remotely. <laughs> okay. One I don't know. Dream. I, I'm curious to see. If, if they don't make any changes to it, and it's just the Switch version, like they don't cha- make even that change, then it's only good to people who didn't have a Switch. Although right, right. now, the Switch's online netplay is, is dead. Let's be real. Like No one's playing the Switch version of Bomberman R anymore. That's the thing is, yeah, if no one's playing it, why is it 
Why are they bringing it out? Because they're bringing it out to a new audience. Yeah. Yes. And I mean, it'll happen with vocal people out there being like, man, I just wish this was on my PlayStation. I mean, there's a lot of Bomberman clones on Steam now, which I'm assuming is one of yeah. the reasons why they're like, all right, let's bring back the, the original series then. Yeah, okay. I agree. Are, any are of they those better, good? though? Depends. Okay. Okay. Um, I just feel like I hear no one saying good things about Bomberman lately. Mm, I don't know. I like all the stuff they added it's to R was really good. Except for except for you. Except for me. You're you're the one I'm hearing. Have you I'm heard people one. say bad things about Bomberman lately? Because I just haven't really heard much about Bomberman in general. Good or bad. It, maybe it's just that I'm not hearing yeah, anyone talk about Bomberman, yeah, despite yeah. there having been a new Bomberman in the last year. I mean, it's because like the net play was weird. It was great local. Like, if you played that game local, you had a great time. You just had to make sure you got up to eight friends and gave them decent controllers. Okay. I think that's the other thing, too, is I think you were stuck using just a Joy-Con if you wanted eight players. I forget exactly. You can pass pass a Joy-Con to a friend. There's some multiplayer action. (laughs) Yeah. Which game was it that said that you were giving flack to? I'm trying to remember now. They just put it right in the trailer. I think it was No More Heroes. Uh, yes, I think you're right. Yeah, that sounds right. Again, I stand by that's a bad thing to do with a friend. <laughs> no one wants to play a game where their input device is one Joy-Con. Uh, what, what console are you going to get it for, John, if not both? Uh, Steam. Yeah. Steam? Okay. Cool, cool. All right, that does it for news. We have all the questions in the world. They've all been sent to our ear. They've all been sent to our email, topdownperspective at gmail.com, uh, our Twitter account at TDP Podcast, Facebook group, the Discord channel, and John's P.O. Box. Yep. I'll take the first take one. The- Go ahead. So Michael wrote in, and this is in regards to us talking about Undertale on the Switch last week. Oh, right. We asked if you if you're getting it like why why yeah. what's what the number of scenarios lined up where you still need to play this game and there's a few here that he <clears throat> outlined so here we go michael wrote in and said so i'm in a strange situation i adore undertale so much but i've never played it you see i kind of ruined it for myself i watched the game grumps play it after ignoring their warnings to experience it myself first and fell in love the concept and story it explored were new and interesting to me i watched ever Every, I'm guessing that's supposed to be, bit of footage that I could of the game. At at the time, I couldn't purchase it. I then dove into the fan comics, timelines, and ideas that spun off the game. But since I knew practically every nook and cranny of the game, I never felt like I could play it. Then I found out my brother knew nothing about it, so I tried introducing it to him. Sadly, with scheduling troubles and us both sitting at my PC desk being uncomfortable... The bro-op playthrough never happened. Bro-op is a great term, by the way. That's awesome. Now the portable Switch version, we can game anywhere that isn't wet and do it without being at a cramped desk. So, that good, sir. Sounds like you need a second chair. That good, sir. Or a bigger desk. Is why I'm buying Undertale for the Switch. Yeah, so... Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. That was there not actually not a question on that. No, that that was We're, him explaining his situation. Yeah, I mean we sal- we we asked. <laughs> that's that's asked. fair. That's a fair point. I wanted yeah. to hear what scenario would lead to this, and this is a very odd scenario. So okay. Also, bro op is too good, and I have to steal it for something one day. It's too bro-op's good. Bro op's pretty good. 
I feel, I feel like it has to be with your, with your bro, obviously, right? Yeah, but he's not in the country anymore, so that's going to be real hard. Well, it could be like, you know, like your bro. This, is my, this, this guy's my bro, right? Sure. But then how's it different from co-op? Um, is it just is it just like a stronger co-op connection yeah. between you and your and your cooperative partner? Yep, it's like, for sure. It's like Marcus and Dom from Gears of War. That's it. You just but gotta yell at so. each other. Times yell ten. The, most, the broest things you can think of. You just have to play bro force all the time with somebody. Or bro the, force all the time. Or that. Do you know a way out's coming out soon? Perfect opportunity to to bro yeah. up. I actually somebody. already have the person I'm going to be playing it with all lined up and we're good to go when it comes out. I'm so excited. Yep. So do I. And that game, um, <clears throat> it's, it's advertising. You only need one copy for you and your online friend to play with. Yeah. That? How? And it's like 30 bucks or uh-huh. whatever too, right? It's a half it's 30 bucks. Game. Yep. Um, I don't know how it is, but I'm assuming it's something similar. Cause remember far cry four, you were also able to like, play co-op with someone who didn't have the game certain parts of the game. Do you remember that? Not really, no. You, I know you can do it on the PlayStation. I don't know if you can do it elsewhere. Um, but they, they definitely had that feature. But yeah, when they announced a way out, they said, you know, it's fully co-op game and you only need one copy. You're, the person you're playing with gets like access to yours. I'm assuming they're going to be downloading some like app. Yeah, it's like, probably yeah. like on the Xbox. Yeah. Free app like a something. co-op app. Yeah, a free app or whatever. Got a question in the chat. Would bro op also work with me being a female and my best friend being male? Yeah, I, I think it's like it's not gender the, exclusionary. No, what the fuck does that matter? One of my best bros yeah. was female. Yeah, exactly. Your bros can be a female. Two females can be bros. It's more of a mindset than anything. It really is. Yeah, it's it's like a state of living. Exactly. Spring break's not a spring break's not like a it's not a time and date. It's it's a mindset. Always yeah. keep that in mind. Yeah. I'll read this next one. Oh, man, it's so long. Okay. Uh, from Tea Party Cthulhu. Oh, wait, is this more uh, trivia? Uh, yes, I didn't look at the answers yet, though. Should I open okay, it? I can, um, no, I can, I can look at it. Are the answers in our doc? They're in the email, but I didn't scroll down because he puts them at the bottom of the question. Okay, so wait, can we all do it then? I mean, we could, I guess. Okay. Well, then, we, right. sh- then we should. Do you want me to open it so we have an answer, though, afterwards? I, I, I can open it. Okay. I, I think it, they're actually for you two. Uh, let me just read through it. Hey, TDP crew, since last week you asked me to send in less obscure trivia, even though, in my opinion, that's half the fun of trivia, learning stupid shit about something Fair you enough. probably never care about. Sure. I tried to tame this one down a bit and keep it to a series that at least John and Paul maybe know about. Okay. P.S. Sean's answer last week of the dancing fish guy, in case you didn't read the rest of it, the video cuts off on YouTube, was actually the second place answer. Good guess. Wow. There you go. All right. That's pretty good. There you go. I feel like most <laughs> of my correct answers are a very good guess. Yeah. So the, the um, re- tea part, I'm going to say the reason I gave you, I was being a little weird about the trivia was because we didn't know the actual answers we could have given basically. And then you gave us a list and even then like it was too obscure. I, I thought it was funny. It made for a good bit either way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So since this is more for you guys, cause it looks like it's resident evil stuff, I will look up the answers. Oh, okay. Email. So you guys can, yeah, yeah, yeah. Heart partake. Um, 
Okay, let me just get him up. Now I'm nervous because I'm trying to see what the hell the question is. Okay, here we go. Resident Evil has a whole lot of canon to it. I think I've counted a few hundred pages of just notes in the game, not counting the actual events of the games, the side games, and other side material. Amazingly, there are almost no plot holes or unresolved conflicts (coughs) in the entire series. Uh Uh-huh. My question to you, who are, as far as I'm aware, the only three major, a.k.a. appeared in one of the main series titles, 0 to 7 plus CV plus Rev plus Rev 2, Uh and is actually plot relevant, Resident Evil characters (coughs) do not have a resolved fate in the canon. A resolved fate? Okay. I mean... No hints, except that one of the characters is not one you may expect. So what makes this hard is that when you're talking about the later Resident Evils, it's kind of hard to know what they're... Like, they don't have a resolved fate necessarily because they're still, like, there in case they want to be put in a game that's to come out. Um, So I, I think that's thinking too far into what he's asking. Um, I'll say in his answers, he has, he has three specific ones. Okay. And then he has an additional three that he's not sure if they should be discounted or not. Tofu! Probably Hunk's probably one of them. Yeah, I don't know if he counts as a plot-relevant uh, main series character, because he's kind See, of a side thing. See, that's the problem. It's a, they're, it's a little vague with what they've written. It's so. super vague, yeah. Um... So I guess just take your best guess. Like one of my best guesses is that that we don't really know what happens to Carlos necessarily, just that he keeps existing and fighting likely, but like they don't explicitly say what he does. Do you, do you want me to tell you if the, if the person you guys say is on the list or not? Yeah, that would be helpful. Okay. So Carlos is in the possibly one, sorry, possible ones that I personally discounted, but I don't know, maybe you won't. And they, yeah, so Carlos Oliveira, alive in the end of Umbrella Chronicles and RE3, but that's kind of a long time ago. Right, and that's what I'm getting at. Why did he discount them, possibly, does he say? That's all he's Okay, because to me, that's probably, like, one of the main ones. He's a main character, a playable character for parts of that game. The main series game, number three, and he's just kind of is like, yeah, he's probably doing something. We don't know, whatever. So I'm going to say, based on some of these things, uh, some spoilers possibly for, I guess, all of Resident Evil. So if you're worried about something, maybe just skip this question. I don't know. See, and I guess the other question is, what does he derive as like, we don't know what happens to their story? Like, I could say Sheva because she just survives five and then we don't know whatever happens to her after that. Sheva's still Sheva. working with the BSAA West Africa thing because she writes a note to peers in six saying that uh, she hopes that Chris is doing better or whatever. But, like, yeah, like I said, if you have to kind of discount six and on because those people are still just doing their job. Otherwise, you're right. Uh, they don't Sheva say. is not on any of these lists. Okay. So this person seems to think they have a... You know what? A what conclusion. does he say? And I'll argue why he's wrong. <laughs> okay. Because it uh, seems... So you, you, neither of you want to guess anymore, then? I kind of don't know what like, he's looking for. <laughs> the problem is, like, John. I'm not quite sure, again, what they're looking <laughs> for. Like, Okay, I just want to make sure. Both of you guys want the answer? 
It's pro- I'm expecting to be from the couple of games I didn't I mean, play. Like, I, do you I want didn't me really to play through all of Revelations one and two, for example? Do you just all want right. me to like throw other guesses out? Well, no, no. I just because okay. Paul, you were saying yes, give me the answers. I just wanted to make sure John also wanted like he was done as well. Okay, yeah, go for it. Um, okay, so the characters. Uh, these are the three that they really count, I guess. Okay. Billy Cohen. Billy Cohen is... Cons- Resident Evil Zerable, playable character, has his death faked in Raccoon City by Rebecca. Yeah. Unknown whereabouts. Yeah, that's the whole point. He is civilian now after suffering a large amount of PTSD and going through this bullshit prequel that nobody likes. And that... He... That ends with him being exonerated of all his war crimes or whatever they think happened and her saying that you're officially dead and off the record. Why would we... That's, like, that's what the ending for him is. He's a civilian. He's just existing. Okay. Uh, Nikolai Zinoviev? Killed in a helicopter. Canonically, in Resident Evil 3, yep. Jill jumps the bridge and he takes <clears throat> the helicopter, but Capcom hasn't revealed whether oh. it is canon for Jill to kill him by shooting down the chopper or not. Sure. Let's let's just go on a technicality. That's fine. Okay. Um, and then the last one. Uh, surprisingly, Albert Wesker. No, he's dead. Capcom no. has stated multiple times that, yes, Umbrella Corpse is canon, it despite is. it being really stupid. Yep. The game heavily implies, as in almost flat-out states, that Wesker is either still alive, nope. despite Capcom previously confirming that, yes, Wesker did indeed die in Resident exactly. Evil 5, and that even if he didn't, the Ouroboros would have eventually killed him, or the commander is his clone, or some stupid Umbrella Corpse bullshit oh like that. Oh my god. Alright, so A, I was right, there were all three were games I never actually played and finished. Okay. Wait, so Capcom has said he's dead? Why does this person think he's not right? dead? Right? This is what I'm saying! What? He... Listen. This is why I fucking hate Wesker. Because he was just a dude doing a job that died at the first one, then they retroactively made him a god, and now people are still questioning what happened. Like, what? We saw him die. No, no, this has to stop right here. He is dead, okay? okay? Uh, and then the other possible ones? Oh my god. Uh, oh, this one's put together. Ashley and President Graham? Uh, pretty safe to assume yeah. they're alive, considering he's out of office by the time Resident Evil 6 rolls around. No, isn't he the one who died? No, that's Adam Benford that's in a Resident Evil president. 6. It's a different president. So Leon goes through two presidents? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you said Carlos, and then the other one is Resident Evil 4 Merchant. I think oh my he's God. not oh very relevant, even on. if his fate is unknown. Come on. He's, he's so not relevant, but I appreciate the balls of this answer. <laughs> um, side note, another thing that bothers me about Resident Evil's story, the canon ending of Resident Evil 1 has Chris, Jill, Brad, and Rebecca escape the mansion along with Wesker, yet this ending is impossible to achieve in-game. The best you can do is Chris, Jill, and either Barry or Rebecca, but not both. Right. Correction to the side note. The canon ending has Chris, Jill, Barry, and Rebecca escape. That's what I get for writing emails at 2 a.m. Okay, fair enough. Um, I am so lost. Sure. Does that mean but, anything to you guys? But I mean... If you want to play the semantics game, and it sounds like you do, writer, then technically when you're playing 
as Jill, you don't even know that Rebecca, since she's part of the Bravo team, is there, considering you never meet up with her. So if you play Jill's ending, Rebecca kind of doesn't exist. She probably wasn't in the mansion incident. Yeah, basically, don't both characters, like, not interact with one of the others as a result? I know Barry's a bit weird because doesn't he eventually take the, the chopper, I forget, depending on which ending you get? Barry, I mean, Barry at least knows about Chris. Jill never talks about Rebecca. So it's weird. It's this weird thing because Rebecca was part of the team that was there first. Barry came to that incident with Chris and Jill. So technically, if you play through Jill's thing, you could just pretend Rebecca doesn't even exist, period. And it would make sense canonically. I don't know. This is why you don't think too much about stories that are supposed to just be schlocky B-horror bullshit. You're supposed to just enjoy them. Stop talking about canon. If you want to talk about canon, why aren't you bringing up the fact that there's a fucking stage play of Resident Evil only in Japan that counts as canon as to what happens to Rebecca? Ah! I forgot about that. Yeah. Like, we can't do Resident Evil canon because... It's nothing but fan theories no, and speculations, no, and people trust get Capcom angry. You can't Capcom canon, because they keep retconning themselves on everything. Oh, just in general, for every game they do. No, but yeah, Capcom exceptionally is bad about this. Yeah, let's talk about DMC yeah. if you want to talk about Capcom. I was, I was going to say, let's talk about Devil May Cry, where they literally wrote out a game, and it was the second game, because they were like, we just we don't want to deal with this. Let's just keep making it farther and farther in the future to everything else. And then res- they made a new separate st- storyline that they planned on continuing, and then they are not even sure what the hell they're going to do anymore with it. Okay, so this is like in Fast and the Furious, where they did three. Yeah. Yes, like, this this is actually yeah. a Tokyo Drift situation. To three. This but is then they, actually they a Tokyo Drift situation. They get back to three. They get back to three in the best way possible, and it's incredible. If I remember, okay, John, do you want to take I can't one? believe I'm actually agreeing with you, Sean. But yes, it is actually a Tokyo Drift situation. I love this email, by the way. This was a pretty, pretty great bit. Also, I think that uh, musical, the Resident Evil musical, has a scene where they're playing tennis. So that's kind of weird. Anyways, yeah, we should move on. All right. Um, Deku Hayes says, if you could use any three of the Robot Master's weapons from classic Mega Man for your daily life, which ones would you choose? Oh, man. Well, metal blade, so I can attack in all directions. Yeah, yeah. I haven't played enough Mega Man. I hate that he that, that they're stipulating Robot Masters because I mean, Rush is the obvious. Yeah, no answer. Rush, no Rush, no Treble. <laughs> yeah. God damn it! Smart. Um. Sometimes I could just use Bright Man to like light up everything, so I could see what the hell's going on in my room for a second. <laughs> Flashman for Time Stopper. Flashman for Time pretty, Stopper would be pretty good. Quick Man, just to be quick. And throw boomerangs, because nah, boomerangs are great. Say, boomerangs really aren't that helpful in, in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. They're neat, though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I think Time Stopper is the winner. The clear choice. Okay. I have no opinion. Okay. Fair enough. Next question from VGC Kenny. If you each had a sports team, what would your team name slash mascot be? And what would your colors be? Easy. The mongoose and purple. 
done. Purple's good. I'd probably be like either like purple and black or like red and black. Did we yeah. skip a question? Yeah, I'll, I'll just do that. Oh, one we next. did. Okay. Oh, my um, bad. I thought we were on that one. What animal or mascot? I don't know, man. Why a mongoose? Because they kill cobras. Okay. I was just thinking, like, snakes are kind of cool. Not that I want to, like, touch a snake, but... I don't know. Xenomorph would be kind of neat. <laughs> What's, do you have a team name? Yeah, the or Xenomorphs. Just, or you just like uh, you just like the Calgary Xenomorphs. Yeah. There's nothing but power in that name. I've got it. The fighting, okay. the fighting Redfields. The mascot's the, okay. just a giant boulder, and every time you win a match, you just run up and start punching it. It's great. <laughs> but Done. like actually punching it. The worst job is being that mascot. I know, but it, it pays sucks very ass, but well. It's got a lot of job protection. Yeah, it like, pays very well though. It has to. Yeah. Kimberly writes, what is a goofy yet practical thing you guys have bought in your life? I recently had to replace my shower curtain and I found a wild thornberries one that seemed perfect. I also wanted to troll my best friend so it worked out. They put a picture of this in the Discord, by the way. It's very good. Yeah. I didn't bother like grabbing it to show off because people should just join the Discord and hang out. It's free. Like, <laughs> you should just be there. Yeah, I, I'm Next time I need a shower curtain, I'm definitely going to consider that. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, a goofy yet practical thing. I would actually also say a shower curtain. We bought like okay. a little Game Boy one where the screen was see-through. That's kind of neat. It's pretty. That's fun. Yeah, I like that. Pretty fun. Also, you had a shower curtain that was like zombies or something, wasn't it? Yeah, the one that was covered in blood and the it had blood. like a mat that went with it too that had blood all over it. Yeah, blood right, air quote. Yeah, yeah. Was it was it bloody all the time or only when water hit the mat? All the time. Okay. I know that would have been a really nice touch though if it was. I think I've seen those yeah, before, like too. when you step on them and then it's like red underneath your feet. Yeah, no, those are really cool. Uh, I probably bought like a tons of silly stuff. I have a t-shirt that has the whole script for the B-movie on it. <laughs> I forgot you had that. Did you frame that? I forget. No, I wear that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just a thing I wear. I just I, I wear that. Um, I have a Rocket League ball. That's just cool more than silly, though. I don't know if any dumb things I buy are practical is the problem. I'm trying to think like like weird kitchen utensils or something. I think that B-movie shirt's probably the silliest thing I have. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say I don't have anything silly that's practical. They're just dumb little things. All right, uh, John, you got this one from the Dark Boko. Dark Boko oh, has, has a whole bunch. Yeah, has a few questions here. Um, they haven't written in a while, so here's a bunch. Question one, why do you choose to reach out to each other with Skype over using Discord to connect your lives? <laughs> because Skype is the best way to stay in touch with friends over long distances. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad someone remembered the <laughs> script because I sure didn't. Uh, we tried. We tried Discord. I don't remember why we didn't use it. It there was, was delay, from what I remember. Was that it? Okay. No, it was other. Del no, it was it disconnected or something like that. It we made us all look like shit. It was pixely, bad bit rate. Oh, okay. All right. Yep. Question two, John. As someone who used to and still does do video editing, how do you balance time correctly and stay motivated? 
Personally, for the videos I make, it can take 90 plus hours of editing for a 10 minute video, and sometimes it gets hard to stay motivated. You have to take a break. Yeah. If or like just take like even a small mental break. That's all really all you need. Or like sleep on it and come back to it the next day. Yeah, that makes question, sense. Question, yeah. Question three, Paul. What is your favorite tabletop RPG system that isn't from the D and D and Pathfinder families of RPGs? Uh, dice based. It would be D one hundred stuff like Call of Cthulhu. I really like or Apocalypse engine based stuff like Apocalypse. Uh, What's one of those ones? Yeah, just uh, the powered by the apocalypse games, probably for like storytelling. This is adjacent stuff. to that. Did you guys see for um, what's the Dota card game? Artifact. Mm-hmm. They hired the guy who made Magic: The Gathering. Oh, okay, cool. Like the dude. Cool. So that's probably good for them. Yeah. No, for sure. Good choice. Last question. Do you have any movie predictions for this year? I remember you used to talk about movies for the upcoming year in the Game of the Year podcast, but you didn't this year. That's all on YouTube because I have not seen a movie in theaters barring Star Wars for a long time. I don't think I've seen one this year in theaters. I go to like two movies a week now that I have Movie Pass. Movie Pass um, seems like it would be helpful for that for sure. The reason I don't go is because it's extraordinarily pricey because I always go with another person and it is like. It just adds up, man. It's too much. Right. Both my girlfriend and I have not only Movie Pass, but we have Cinemia as well. So that's two different subscription services. Yeah. Um, and each of them is ten bucks a month. So as long as we use each card once, yeah, in a month, it is already paid for itself. So this is how little I go to movies now. Um, I have a scene card, and like I have a scene card. Yeah. So like my debit card is also a scene card. So when I spend yeah. money on stuff, like I get scene points. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, we went to a restaurant last week, and we scanned the scene card, and it said we had 13 free movies. Nice. <laughs> nice. You should use those. We did when we went to Star Wars. We had, like, 14, and we used them, and then we also used some for popcorn, and we're yep. still back to 13. There you go. Jesus. That's, that's just smart smart shopping right there. Yeah. Um, predictions for movies this year. I'm really looking forward to Isle of Dogs, <laughs> which comes out... Next week, that's the ne- that's the new Wes Anderson film. Okay. Um, Pacific Rim Two comes out, which I'll see. I saw the first one. I'm not like super into it, but I'll I'll go see that second. I one. like Pacific Rim a lot, so that's exciting. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm excited for the Marvel stuff at, as usual. Those are always uh, just a fun time. I'm I'm really looking forward to De- uh, Deadpool Two. Oh yeah, months. I will definitely see that in theaters. Uh, trying to think what else is coming out this year. Incredibles 2? Of course I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I could not really care less about the Han Solo movie, but, I mean, it'll be free to go see it, so why not? Sure, yeah, yeah. I have to say, like, at the moment, right now, Isle of Dogs, I am just, like, the most stoked for, because it's been a while since Wes Anderson uh, put out a movie. Grand Budapest Hotel was, like, three years ago, so. Hmm. Fair enough. Uh, was that the last one there? Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. So this okay. one from Calman. Cool. Calman writes, "What is your favorite and least favorite programming language?" For those of you that have dabbled in coding, if you haven't tried coding enough to have favorites, which language would you be most interested in learning? The answer uh, to both is assembly. 
It was the best because if you know what you were doing, you could do pretty much anything with it. It was the worst because learning it sucked ass. Yeah. Uh, what was the one that starts with, there's like a little turtle in the middle? Is this ringing any bells? Oh, shit. I know what you're talking about. Is that, is that SQL or is that Ruby? That, is, that doesn't sound like either of those. I used that for like a test once. Like I had one unit for that. Okay. Um, and, then, and this is in school. And the other one that I used more so was processing. That's one, right? Processing is not really a language. Oh, okay. What is it? What language does it use? Or does it use a whole bunch? Pro- oh, I guess I'm not aware of just a processing language. Okay. I, th- I'm sure that's what the program was called or something. Uh, oh, no, no, you're, you're totally right. Processing is actually a programming language. Open source computer programming language and integrated development or an IDE in built for electronic arts, new media art, and visual design, which would be why you used it. Right. First yeah. year in 2001. Influenced by design by numbers, Java, logo, OpenGL, PostScript, C. Okay. And again, there was a one that had a turtle. I, th- I think it was a turtle. Or it was called the turtle or something. I don't remember. Uh, anyways, I don't do any coding. I haven't done that for years. I'm, it's not my thing. Like... I know HTML from back in the day, a bit of PHP and all that web garbage. Um, sure. The one I would probably learn is like Java because that's employable. Like, sure, you can just get a job freelancing or like with a company doing that type of shit all the time. Um, like to learn something like c sharp c plus plus and just like the basics to do whatever you want some python c plus plus was really enjoyable to use to be honest like i really love doing OpenGL and c plus plus i've only ever used java i hate it see that's the yeah, thing n- it's because it's employable w- <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was the first language i got was taught to use yeah and i don't know how i learned any programming because of it mm-hmm. in fact i'm pretty sure i've forgotten most of my programming knowledge mainly because of that one press L2P. If the three of you could have a team of video game characters, say four per team, like the Avengers, to fight each other's teams, okay, who would be in your team? Note: each of your teams must be new, new, sorry, unique. They cannot have the same characters. Okay. And then once you make our teams, who has the best team and who would probably win? Goku, Goku so, Black, Super Saiyan. I was just gonna say, like, so do we just need to like shout someone's name as fast as we can so the other ones can't get them? I think we should go in a round robin, one person. Yeah, okay. it should be an actual like draft <coughs> style. Okay. John, you picked Goku, right? Yes. All right, Paul, go ahead. Jesus Christ. Like, where do you even go from fucking Goku? <laughs> I guess like Superman, because that's a fight I would love to see, Goku and Superman. So with like every message, yeah. Board, right? Yeah. That's most um, of the internet you just described there. All right, well, if you're going to pick Goku... I'm going to pick Jiren, which is the guy Goku's currently fighting, and he's having a hard time. He just had to go Ultra Instinct, so, like, okay. that's probably the closest person to Goku. <laughs> what about Vegeta? Nope, Vegeta's out. Yeah. You're, tur- you're up, John. Hmm. All right, so you've got mm-hmm. another Dragon Ball character. I've got Goku, and he has Superman. Uh, Batman. Okay. okay, you got the cool factor now with Batman. Um, to be fair, he is going to be like vaporized. 
<laughs> I mean, they're all well, going to be vaporized when Superman and I, Goku I'm, fight I'm each other. I'm assuming Batman has the exact amount of time he needs to do his plan shit. You know, that, that whole thing. Like, how long... How much planning does Batman need to survive any situation? But can't Goku move faster than people can see? He can also teleport. But Superman can too, to be fair, sort of. <clears throat> he is faster than a speeding bullet. That's true. All right, Paul, who do you pick? God. I just need to see if this dude has been in a video game. Hold on a second. Because I don't think he has. I mean, has. At, the, at the very least, he's probably in Salty Bet, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, By I that guess logic. Everyone's an option. Yeah, I guess if that counts, I was gonna. Well, no, if it has to be video game character, I don't think Jir- Jiren's not been in a game, so I don't think I can pick him, and I already did. Okay, I was gonna say Saitama, One Punch Man. Yeah, you know what? I was gonna say that too, but he's not in a game yet. I know that's what I was looking up to see if there's anything with him. Okay, I'm gonna pick Wolverine. <laughs> Damn it. Wolverine's always there. He's in every roster. Except for Marvel vs. <laughs> Capcom Infinite. Wait, we don't talk about that, though. Oh, okay. That didn't My happen. Bad. John, next? Uh, I'm going to take the chat's advice on this one and say Kirby. Kirby's a okay. good one. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Uh, Astro Game says Jiren's actually in the universe too, so your choice still stands. All right, cool. That's weird. I did not know he would be in there. Oh, fuck. You know what? Earthworm Jim. Let's throw some. Wow. Let's throw some weirdness in there. Let's get weird. All right. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with Dr. Manhattan. <clears throat> Okay, so this is just a battle of the gods. Good choice. Apparently. Like, and and Earthworm Jim. Batman and Kirby are there. <clears throat> and when Wolverine and Earthworm Jim. <laughs> One of these things is not like the other. I was going to say Vector Man, but then I was just like, how does that even work? Just like a dune made of circles? He just shoots them. I guess so. Uh, John, who's your last fighter? Or wait, are we our last fighters? No, I think they said four. But do we count as one of the four? Uh, wait, we count as one of the four? Oh, we're fucked then. I think it's, I think this is assuming we're not fighting. Okay, well, we'll all just pick we're, one. We're one. like Professor X style where we just kind of supervise. Okay. So someone put a good one in my mind. Jesus. Gee, I saw Jesus Fucking earlier. Jesus. Yeah. He's, in a, he's in a fighting <laughs> game. There's that bootleg fighting game where he's oh, like, got the cross, piece of the cross on his arm. He has an infinite combo. I'm in. Okay. Infinite Combo Jesus is my answer. Infinite Combo Jesus. Fucking Jesus hacks. Um. Oh my god. Why don't you just pick like like the B-team van from Burnout Paradise or something? <laughs> car. Just a car. Trying to think of somebody that's good with like a gun or like a range type of some sort. Because all my dudes are melee. Except for, I guess, Earthworm Jim, but I wouldn't say he's good with Wait, a gun. Wait, don't you have Superman? Yeah. Yeah, you have Superman. He's got lasers coming out of his eyes. That's true. He does have lasers coming out of his eyes. He also has that, like, solar flare <laughs> attack or whatever it is, where he just, like, blows up. <laughs> that solar flare attack where he blows up. 
All right, well, they just said in the chat, so I'm picking a Sura. I can't let Paul just take that. That was my next guy. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. You can have a Sura. Oh my god, I'm just drawing a blank on who else I would have. Sub Zero, that's a good one. I'd say Scorpion over Sub Zero since Scorpion's technically undead. I would take Lee, but Sub Zero yeah. is way cooler than Scorpion, literally and figuratively. I'd take Noob Cybot over both of them. <laughs> what? Okay. No. Smoke, what? also a cool ninja. Yep. You know who wasn't? Rain. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I think they retconned him to not be a ninja anymore. He became like a prince or something like that. That makes more sense, honestly. Is the Was the green one lizard? Reptile. Reptile. Close. I don't think he was very cool. What about Sector and Cyrax? All right. Yeah, they're fine. Who did you pick? I don't even know anymore, dude. Let's just say Sub Zero. <laughs> no one's paying okay. attention. I mean, I'm gonna <laughs> say none of us are paying John attention. probably wins because he picked Goku. It's a pretty hard one to beat. Goku doesn't lose, so I also picked Jesus, Batman. And I've already forgotten who the fourth one was because it doesn't really fucking matter because I have Jesus, Batman, and Goku. All right, I'm just going to read this last one. Yeah. It's Kirby. Happy Kirby. Jalapeno. Uh, gnomes or goblins? Oh, oh no. goblins. I'm going to go goblins too. Gnomes money, or goblins? Friend. Yep. Ooh, it depends. Are, are we talking friendly or non-friendly? Because if we're talking friendly, probably gnomes. We're talking gnomes or goblins. I'm going to say gnomes. Really? I'm, I'm talking friendly terms here, yeah. Okay. Goblins will be your friend I mean, if like, you have the cash. That Gnomeo and Juliet sequels coming out. Oh, God. And it's like Sherlock gnomes. And I'm like, nah, son. This looks terrible. That does sound really awful, actually. Yep. All right. If people want to send in questions... Uh, for next week, it's topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Facebook group, Discord channel, and John's P.O. Box. What's your guys' games of the week? Splatoon 2. <sighs> I don't fucking know, dude. Vermintide 2. I'm going to give mine to Fortnite. Cool. Finally. Um, <clears throat> uh, patrons, uh, I guess people on the Blue Eyes White Dragon I can't believe tier. you called it that. I can't believe you called yeah, it that. Yeah, the... Um, Tomorrow, uh, probably around the... If you're listening to the audio version, this will, it should already be up. The submission post will be there for you guys to submit your games. You'll have a week from starting tomorrow to tell us which game you want us to include in the poll for next month's uh, TDP Plus episode. So look for that if you're one of those backers. Um, and again, that'll be running for a, a whole week. And then after next, next week's podcast, we will put the poll up. So again... There should be a post on there to explain kind of what info we need from you. It's pretty self-explanatory. We need like a store page and uh, just so we know specifically which game you want to put for the poll. And uh, keep price stuff in mind. It's all in the post. Look on the Patreon for that. That's it for the show. Okay. Thanks everyone for tuning in. All right. Night, everybody. See you all See next you week. See ya. Bye. <laughs>